0: Hello, everyone. This is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. This
1: is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast, where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word. Today we are continuing on with playing the audio portion of our video documentary on Uganda. This is the third segment. If you have not yet heard the first two segments, just go back and listen to the last two podcasts. This is an amazing story, and if you've been following along, you realize that the more you listen, the more amazing it becomes. And if just hearing the audio portion is not enough for you, log on to BibleWay.org where you can view or download the video documentary. So now let's jump in with Uganda Awakening Part 3.
2: There's tremendous progress to, and is like like Brother Steven's church, you know, became a, st- a stable uh, and to this day is a very stable uh, work in itself.
3: Two years later, uh, after Brother Herod came in 1986, he came back in the 1988 meetings. It's unbelievable that two years later, we had about 1,000 people in a convention. You really cannot put your your hand on the way the message has grown in our country. But one thing which we've known is that uh, uh, it has uh, been growing on the principle of being a witness. Uh, different people get transferred to different places of the country. You know, they don't stay silent.
2: I remember saying this, that Uganda was in such a bad state politically and economically when I first got there, but it because of the all the believers that that came to the message it changed the it changed the the even the political end of it more rights and it, it the economy straightened up it was it was a it was a god showing his blessing on the message
3: god's grace upon the believer touched the demography of the country, really. you find that there are certain places which grow and they seem to come to the pinnacle. Uh, but Uganda is still a growing church. It was in 1988 that Brother Stephen Abali
0: and I first met. It was at an international believers convention in Edmonton, Alberta. And there we were both young ministers and small congregations and and we had some things in common. But it wasn't really until 2013 that we really began to work together. It was during a trip that I made to Uganda with some students from Bible Way Christian Academy as they were going there to do some uh, humanitarian works in the country. It was during that trip that we trained some brothers to do Uh, voice translation. That is to say to record a translator with Brother Branham's voice on an audio recording and this was very necessary to be able to produce a radio broadcast, which is what we wanted to do. The purpose of the radio broadcast was to reach the illiterate who could not be reached with books. This was very important to us, but it turned out to be much more impactful than we had anticipated. The broadcast reached into remote areas to people that had never heard about the message, but it also reached people who had heard about the message but had misunderstandings about what Brother Branham taught. As a result, their misunderstandings were dispelled and they begin to listen seriously and with interest search the Scriptures about the things that they were hearing on the Bible Believers' radio broadcast. Because of that, it sparked something in Uganda that began the Revival and the Awakening that is now taking place. In 2013, we took a missions trip to Uganda.
4: This was my very first missionary trip.
5: It was... I got involved with the BCA school, teaching there and you know working with the students. And I really felt as a school, we needed to go on a mission trip. As a school, we needed to introduce young men and young women to the mission field. Um, because a couple things could happen there. Number one, you may awaken a missionary, but if you don't awaken a missionary, at least what you've done is you've caused a whole generation of young people to be sympathetic to missionary causes. They've actually seen the faces over there. And so, you know, it's kind of the primary objective, but it was interesting because I'd already had several conversations with Brother Bisco because for years I had this burden of, you know, we were getting the printed message to people in Uganda, but they have a 30% illiteracy rate. So what good does a book do if you can't read? And so I thought, you know, if we could get the message to the people in audio format. So we went ahead and we trained some of our young men. We 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 actually borrowed how to do from Brother Murphy. Brother Murphy had already pioneered taking messages that were already translated and then go in a room, listen to Brother Branham preach it, and then read the translation, and now get in front of a microphone and under the same anointing as Brother Branham, listen to it here and translate like you were translating a live service. And it was extremely effective and extremely efficient. And so we took that model and the software that he used and we trained some young men on how to set that up and do it. The the principal thing that was driving me though was let's get this message in audio format so that we can get it to the people that can't read. I remember clearly we were having a meeting with some of the ministers and print stations and training them how to how to do print stations and uh, this one rather large man walked in the room and he began to speak, and he had this voice, and I looked at him and I said, "You are the voice of the message for Uganda That's when we kind of had that and so up until then, we'd had a few other ministers that were trying to do this, read the message, and and it just wasn't as effective. So I handed Brother Brother Fred one of the translations. And I said, "Read this for me," and he begins to read it. I actually got shivers when he began to read it because I'm called Pastor
6: Fred Chiyinji doing the Luganda translation or your translation, and uh, we work with the Brother Paul Julius Mukama, who is doing the computer recording. And uh, we have a sister there, she's called Sister Ebenezer. She is helping us in the book translation, she's doing the typing. Sometimes we we'll give her the work as we are doing the audio recording. So this is the, she's doing the work there and this is the studio. This is where Brother Paul sits when he's doing the work. And then I also stand this way in the production. And? Then, or oh, when he's doing his work there, he can stop me, and I sit for a while this way. And uh, after a while, then he tells him that you now it's, it's okay. I stand here. Unfortunately, we don't have electricity today. It has just gone off because of the storm. But we would have tried something to do for you. So here I do the sound, and he does the recording that way. And. Uh, Another thing, our problem is a computer. We have only one computer. So when Brother Paul is on this computer, that means that the sister there she does, she does not work because we have only one computer here. CDs that we duplicate from the, from the duplicator. We decided to put on that, that, that sticker because it helps people recognize the message. We are much appreciating all any person who have ever put in a support in this work. It has helped us, and this place has become a source of the voice of God in Uganda. People are coming here, people are calling us every day to take the messages because Uganda is widely spoken, over 80% of the population. And please be comforted that in Uganda, a number of followers have come up because of your work. The books are translated in Uganda, and I have been doing the translation work. When the audio came, Brother Timodo, they respected me, they, they respected the voice, and now they re- entrusted me with the voice. May the Lord bless you, Brother Edibisco. I have
4: never seen, if I don't see you, I will see you there, beyond the blue.
6: God bless you, we love in the Lord.
4: Amen. So my name is uh, Michael Kifoga I am the general manager of Radio Vaso 87.7 FM. So this is the production studio. And uh, we do it because it's here. The present that there are people present is not they air. Okay. What is happening there is um, mm-hmm. the program starts the people who are going to participate in it wait here. You can now get into the main on-air studio. So this uh the sponsors of our program, the type of universe program, and that is the team, the head of the, the delegation. And then we have our uh, transmission uh-huh. to the hill through an RF cable, transmitter link, wirelessly sense top of the hill. This is this small thing here, the STL, okay. that's the studio yes, the the, the, the tower. Oh, the
6: tallest of them all, the first one that said is it? our master, yeah. the camera gun. what
1: <laughs>
3: Remember, the called out of God is the elected. He said the kingdom's like a man that went forth. He cast an ed into the and when he brought it in, he had all kinds in there. He had crawfish, mud turtles, snappers. He had serpents. He had lizards, frogs. He had scavenger fish. And he had real fish.
6: Maji la mwenyeji wa Rula, maji la mama mu mwenyeji kiele, maji la mwenyeji wa sota. Naye mwanamu mwenyeji na njia nini? Yagambao wa kama kumbufana na ango muto, e yageni na sura katiba if you could do, if you get it again, what did I want to
0: Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God.
1: This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says newsletter, fill in your name and email address, and click sign up. In this email, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org that's info at bible-believers.org or you can write to us at Bible Believers P.O. Box 128 Blaine, Washington 98231 that's Bible Believers P.O. Box 128 Blaine, Washington 98231 This is Mark Aho thank you for being with us today and be sure to join us for the next Believers' Faith Challenge Report podcast.